This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. Today, we are going to be talking about the market, and we're going to have a little fun with the show. We're going to talk about your nine-inning plan for getting into the market. So for those of you who are new to the show, welcome. We like to have a lot of fun with the show. Tony and I figure that if we're having fun, hopefully you guys are too. <laughs> yep. And uh, I'll just say right from the beginning, if you do have a question about the show today, you can feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 and definitely visit us online at www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. While you're there, I want you to click on the radio page because you can check out past shows. There's uh, we cover topics from Medicare to IRAs to, you know, if there's something to do with money, we've talked about it. And so while you're there, you can see what kind of show targets the question that you're having right now. And definitely subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google you can see it almost anywhere. So again, don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I with questions or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. So, you know, I don't know about you guys out there, but I've always thought that baseball is one of the definite best ways to mark the seasons. And and so we're going to use that as a, a launching point for our show today. You know, of course, it's Colorado and we just had, you know, it was 70 degrees and then we had a snowstorm last weekend. So welcome to Colorado. <laughs> But uh, we're going to talk about, you know, the market. And I think it's a good time to talk about it because with inflation going up, you know, people are a little, a little leery about the market. And so this is a great time. Ah, the stock market. That, that sound right now is putting chills uh, down people's backs. People are not too keen on the markets these days. Well, and it's the the thing about markets, Tony, and I always talk about it when we do our financial plan is one thing I can guarantee you is the market's going to go up and it's going to go down. Yep. And and <laughs> it'll do both. And you don't want to have when the market's going down to start going, oh, no, what am I going to do? And this is like right. a huge part of my planning process, Tony, is when we create the whole plan, we understand which money is safe money. And with the money in the market, what are we going to do when the market drops? And we have a plan for that before it happens, because you don't want to do it when you're underneath that fear of that bell. What's that bell? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. The, the opening bell at Wall Street. That's it. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the sound of the market. It puts fear. It strikes fear in the hearts of most men and women out there in America today. Well, and you know, and it's kind of everyone to their own devices, Tony, but as a planner, I don't like, I don't like the Dow Jones industrial or sounds like that to cause fear when it comes to your security. That's right. It should not. It should not. I'm joking, of course, but I know, I know financial plan. (laughs) You should remove as much of that fear as possible. Yeah. I mean, if if your clients who are working with you and Chris, they have a plan in place. Uh, They know that their money is in different buckets. It's not all tied to the market and uh, they're not going to lose everything when the market goes down. So 
uh, that's good. It shouldn't strike fear, but 2022 has been rough for people in the investment world, for some people, and especially those who don't have a plan and are not working with a trusted financial services professional, correct? It's a little, it's, it can get a little dicey, Tony. And that's like with, with stuff that we do in the market, we really like to focus on downside protection because when the market's going up, we're good. <laughs> and where we want the we want the strategy and the plan is what are we going to do when the market's down? And so today we're going to kind of just dive into the market. I think it's going to be definitely good for rookies, but for people who have money in the market, I don't know about you, Tony, but I always pick up a little something when I listen to shows like this. Well, for sure. And I love the baseball analogy. And, uh, you know, when it comes down to the ninth inning, uh, you know, that's where if you have a plan, uh, hopefully it hasn't all gone out the window and your plan got you to that point in the game. And so we're going to look at a few things you do at a few of those innings along the way. I don't think we're going to cover nine full innings. Uh, you know, it's not like a baseball game. We're not going to make our listeners <laughs> sit here for three and a half hours while we go through nine innings. But I love the baseball analogy. You know, I'm a, I'm a Minnesota Twins fan, and I know we have Rockies fans and other fans out there. So uh, that's good. Baseball's fun. Uh, it's competitive. Uh, the financial world can be fun, but it's also competitive and you have to have a plan. So, uh, you know, uh, I'm always swinging for the fences, you know, <laughs> you know that, and you always <laughs> knock it out of the park. I try. So this is going to resonate with a lot of people. Uh, where do you want to start? Well, Tony, I'm going to start like right at the beginning, because I think a lot of us skip right over that is, you know, when we say, talk about the stock market, what what is it really? So let me just kind of give everyone a little bit of like, I call it level setting so that we're all sure. on the same page. That's so great. stocks, which are often called equities, they're just simply securities given to a shareholder for ownership in a publicly traded company. So the more shares you own, the larger your voice can sometimes be when it comes to determining how the company's going to operate. I mean, we've seen that happening, right, with uh, Elon Musk and Twitter, where he's yeah. been trying to get enough ownership that he can kind of say what he wants to happen. Yes. So the big picture of the stock market is just this gathering of all these different stocks that can be bought and sold on various exchanges. And that's where it starts to get complicated. But you're probably already aware, you know, a stock exists in its, in its purest form. It's a way to provide companies with a way to fund their business. So it's a fundraising for business. And so what a shareholder gets out of the deal is they'll buy a stock and then they'll get dividends plus whatever appreciation happens in the price of their shares. And so that's, it's very simple. It's just a way that companies raise money and profits are great. Like we've talked about that when the market's going up, we're all good. The challenge is though, is a stock is tied to a company. So if a company goes broke, guess what happens? Yes. Yeah. And we could, you know, Kodak uh, is a great example. A lot of people had who had uh, all their money in Kodak stock and worked there for years in the Rochester, New York area. And all of a sudden Kodak's no more. And so what happens or Sears? I mean, it's some of these. Were, yeah, these some of these were Fortune 500 companies at one point and they're gone. So. And, and that's the hard part is that that's that's the thing is in the market, there's no guarantees. Yep. There are no guarantees. Uh, overall, the market's done well over time. You know, if you can, if you have the time horizon uh, and people do need growth. So the market has served its purpose. And I know it's, it's a part of the financial planning you do, but it's better to go in with the realistic expectations of what it is, right? 
It, it really is good to understand that. And, you know, so one of the first things I think we're going to in our first inning for today's yep. discussion, sure. um, you know, when you're going to buy a stock, it, you want to focus on something that's going to be a correct investment for you. But this kind of gets back into that whole crystal ball thing, Tony, of uh, that's very it's typically easier said than done because, you know, past performance is no guarantee of future performance. You've probably yeah. seen that printed on any of your oh, yeah. materials. Yeah. And so if you look at what something a company's done, there's not a good way to know how they're going to do without doing a whole bunch of research, right? Yeah. Because if you don't know about the company and their management styles and their leadership, you know, and, and how is their CEO doing? Is their CEO experienced or are they brand new? And, you know, is the company looking to expand internationally? Or are they, you know, kind of staying close to home? There's a lot of things that you can really have to dig into if you really want to get smart about buying an individual stock. And then Tony, once you've purchased the stock, then you've got to stay on top of it. Yeah. And um, I think one of the best if you're, if that's the way you want to go, uh, the Motley Fool brothers had a, a nice show I listened to once and they said, you know, pick a company you like, you know, if you're a big fan of McDonald's invest, you know, do your research about McDonald's. If you're going to do it yourself, try to pick something that you're interested in. Yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. If you're a DIYer and you, you want to do a little investing on your own, not that we would recommend that uh, because I think you should always work with a financial services professional who has relationships and a back office of people at investment firms who are actively managing your money. But a lot of people do want to invest on their own, like you say. And I think that's smart. You know, maybe invest in something that you have knowledge about, a field maybe you've worked in or uh, are passionate about. And, you know, I, one thing I was going to comment on, if you look back at previous World Series games, uh, the winners, at least of the World Series, you'll notice a pattern. And that is uh, that every one of those teams that won had an outstanding manager who was skilled at helping their players uh, reach their maximum potential. And uh, that's what you do when it comes to somebody's financial strategy. You'd be well served to work closely again with a financial services professional who can help you manage your assets and your financial future. Make sure all your eggs aren't in one basket. Make sure you don't have too much in just one stock, things like that. Right? Exactly. Tony. And I would just, just add to that, that the, it's not a question of could you do it. It's a question of do you have the time? Right. Yeah. And and I think some people get wrapped up in feeling like they need to be smart enough to do it themselves. And it's, it's not about it's not a question about that. It's a question about literally how much time do you have in your day? And with your free time, you know, what do you want to do with it? Do you want to spend it with your family? Do you want to, you know, enjoy a little downtime with your friends? Or do you want to be researching and some people like to be researching, but I think there's a lot of people out there, Tony, that think they like to research, but they don't really. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> like that's a idea. lot of us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the, I'll admit I'm that way. I'm raising my hand. I, uh, I like the idea of it. I'm going to dig in and figure this out and research this and do this. Uh, but when it comes to actually doing it, it's like, hey, wait, that's work. That's hard work. Or so, you just... You get as you found out with your book, right? <laughs> it's yeah. hard work. There's yeah. competing priorities. And you may, I, when I'm like, I'm, I've had a cup of coffee and, and I'm full up and I'm awake, I'll volunteer for things. And then, you know, later in the week, I'm like, who signed me up for this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My, my other self that was ready to go. So I, I love this. So the second, so based on that for your second inning, one of the things that you can do, Tony, is you can start 
a, you can start by not just picking individual stocks and yeah, because, true. you know, and that's how it goes, right? Cause you'll hear the stories. No one ever tells you about the stories when they lost all this money. Someone yeah, will right. tell the story how they picked a stock and like, you know, it tripled in price or it grew yeah. a thousand percent. And you know, you read those stories and that's exciting because we all have a little inner gambler in yeah. ourselves. But if you're just starting out and you want to be in the market, um, one of the ways that you can do it is to avoid doing an individual stock because that's the thing is, Stocks will things market will go up and market will go down. But when the market's going up, not every single stock is going to go up. That's and true. when the market's going down, not every single stock is going to go down. And so you just want to kind of spread your risk out a little bit. So the one that you picked isn't the one that's that's not performing. Yeah. Yeah. It's diversification, right? And so <laughs> Uh, you have to uh, prepare for the long haul, not just a one-time win, I think is what I hear you saying, right? Or I'm just thinking of Murphy's Law. <laughs> Murphy's Law. If it, if it can go wrong, it will. Yes. Yes. That's that's great. So, so I mean, are there ways to help somebody score a run or two before the end of a second inning then? Well, yeah, absolutely, Tony. And this is where we look at index funds which sure. is that's an alternative to buying individual stocks. And yeah. those can either be mutual funds or EFTs or exchange traded funds. We all, we always yep. hear them called EFTs. Yep. And that's where there'll be a fund that will have dozens and sometimes even hundreds of individual stocks all packaged together that will follow, you know, a more aggressive um, take or a more moderate take or a more conservative take. And it's just spreading out your risk because, things in that bundle are going to do well. Not all of them are going to do well, but because you've spread your risk out, you, you've cr increased the chance that you're not going to lose everything with right. the market going up and down and up and down. Right. But and, and a reminder, I just will interject here that, uh, and as you've told me before, when you buy an individual stock, you just buy that stock, but mutual funds and ETFs, as you said, uh, they do have management fees typically, but they're usually minor, but that's one thing to look at. Uh, and usually by having that diversity, you'll more than make up for it. Uh, and not as ex by not experiencing the losses you would, if you just picked individual stocks. Exactly. Right. You're always hedging your bets. And it's that thing yeah. is you're going to pay a fee and you should be paying a fee, right? Because if you're not paying a fee, then I would question what kind of value what's going on. Yeah. Exactly. And, and so it's like, it's all things like if you want to reduce your fees, you're going to increase your workload and yep. you want your workload to go down, then you're, you're going to increase your fees a little bit. So, you know, it's just kind of the way things work, but you want to be, uh, be going going in with your eyes wide open. Yeah. Eyes wide open. Exactly. And before we go on, uh, let's place a call to the bullpen and get some help. How can our listeners out there make that call and uh, talk to the bullpen about getting some help in the game, uh, which I mean by bullpen, I mean you and Chris and financial services professionals. Sure, Tony. So you can give Chris and I a call at 719 Two one zero four two four two, especially you know we just got a call um, yesterday, Tony. There's a client that just sold um, her father's house, and she's got a, a large chunk of money, and she's going, well, "What do I do with it?" And so we're going to sit down and, and kind of walk her through the options. And she's kind of indicated that she wants to be in the market, so we're going to talk to her about you know what the different options are, and then she'll she'll we're the educators in the role, so she'll let us know what she wants to do. But Tony, that number seven one nine. 2104242 for those folks out there that are going you know I think the market might be for me but I'm just not sure how that would work and what my risk would really be 
Yeah. And it depends on each uh, person's personal situation uh, and whether it's a good time to get in or not. I mean, it is down or it has been down. So maybe now is the time for some people. But I know you and Chris are adamant about, hey, I, we really need to dig into what you have, where you're at, your own time, your personal time horizon. Everyone is different, right? I, Tony, every single person, there is no average American out there yeah, <laughs> as much exactly. as we look for them. and. Yes. And it really, ba- it's, 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 and I love it in the book. I talk about your financial life cycle because, you know, what I'm going to talk to a 30 year old about is going to be very different than what I'm going to talk to a 60 year old about. And again, even a 70 year old. So it, there's just things that change as you go through life. Sure. And we're not going to get through all the innings, but uh, we'll keep up this analogy. I think we're on to the third inning now. What do you have for us? What happens in the third inning? Well, it's the thing you want to think about is creating a portfolio that's well diversified. And it, and it's interesting because, um, you know, I take a little bit of a different hack on this because people that are just in the market, they talk about a well diversified portfolio of having different kinds of mutual funds. Um, for me in my book, when you've read it, Tony, you'll know that I think diversification means maybe you have a little real estate, maybe you have something in the market. You're definitely going to want to have some permanent insurance. Um, so you're going to you're going to have very different kinds of asset classes. But for the purpose of today, you know, we talked about index funds and that's a way to diversify your portfolio so that you can get your money working for you in a lot of different stocks so that hopefully you can hedge those ups and downs that the market's going to have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, I mean, obviously, if all you have is mutual funds and that's where all your money's at, that's not good. But we're talking about a a section of your money that is in growth, that is in mutual funds. Uh, You would never recommend somebody put all their money into the market. And I think that's what you're saying here, correct? You know, I, that's what I recommend, Tony, is I recommend people consider different options because I just, I don't like having all my eggs in one basket. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I like to have some control and some flexibility and in, in creating that balance. And that's yeah. really what I like to talk about with people. Well, yeah. And what you're talking about here in diversification, what you're saying uh, to get bring back our baseball analogy today, uh, (laughs) it reminds me of a starting pitcher, right? Uh, To be a successful big league uh, pitcher, uh, you can't rely on just one style of pitch. You have to have three or four good pitches that you can use at any time to get a hitter out. You've got to have a changeup. If all you throw is a fastball, uh, you're not going to be that successful because the batters are going to be onto your game pretty quick and you don't have dis- diversification. Just like in finance is what you were just trying to tell us is that you have to have a diversified portfolio, but not only a diversified portfolio within the market, but look at the money you have overall for retirement and make sure it's not all in your stock portfolio. Uh, so those are both good things. So uh, yeah, it's like my dad always tells me, uh, everything, uh, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right. And I love that saying. And now, and so Tony, that, and I love that that brings me right into the next thing with the market though, is diversity, I think also comes into how you're going to manage. So there's, you know, kind of the buy and hold strategy with a simple, you know, S and P 500 and Tony, that's a great option. And I'm speaking generally for people who are young, you're working, your money is going to be in the market for like the next 35 to 40 years. You're not going to touch it. You can have that in there and it can just go up and down. 
But what I start to look at, Tony, for my clients who are approaching retirement or for the ones who are in retirement, it becomes a financial downturn, a market downturn becomes a very different thing because they're spending that money. Yeah. And so this is where it out when the market is low. So you're really decreasing your money fast and uh, you're not taking advantage of any compounding interest at that point. In fact, you're compounding your losses. And that's where you kind of, I like to look at different kinds of of management and for people in that situation, um, you know, for the younger folks, just a simple S and P works, but people that really need to be conscious of market downturns, I'd like to have downside protection where their money may get pulled to cash or cash equivalents. So they don't ride everything down. So there's just different strategies that are in, based on where you are in your financial life cycle in terms of your age and whether you're working or even further Tony, what I like to do with my clients that have money in the market is that we have alternate accounts that they can pull from when the market drops. So that way they're not double dipping the markets down and they're pulling money out of it that we can just say, you know what, let's just leave the market alone and we're going to pull from our alternate account and let the market come back up. So, just like to build that flexibility in there because so financial diversity, it's not just having different kinds of, you know, conservative or aggressive things. It's also thinking about it in terms of how is that money actually managed? Is anyone looking at it for you or is it just going up and down? Yeah, exactly. And so that's the fourth inning. And you're talking about market downturn, which is really uh, what you have to look out for in our fourth inning of this financial talk. So, um, you know, not getting too emotionally high and not getting emotionally low when the market goes up and down. You've talked about that before. And that's a great reason, again, to work with somebody like yourself who can come in and doesn't have the emotional attachment, but looks at it uh, from a professional and analytical standpoint saying, hey, let's not make mistakes here just because of market volatility. I think you have to be able to make cool, rational decisions. And boy, I don't know of anyone I can think of who I'd rather have on my side to make cool, rational decisions than Tara Nolan. <laughs> right? That's true, Tony. I'm very yeah. cool and rational. Yeah, you you flew C-130s. That's You had me at I flew C-130s as far as making good decisions. I mean, you had to learn to be very cool-headed and calm and make good decisions to uh, land some of those things. Yeah, when you're having to shut an engine down and then you got to fly with three engines, that's not the time to be going, what am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. We've Don't already trained panic. for that. Yeah. Just rely <laughs> on the training. You know, yeah. Rely it's- on the plan. There's a plan. People have been here before and you relied on your uh, instructors and commanders because they had been there, done that. And that's what people need to do with a financial services professional, just like their manager and their coaches. You got to rely on the professional and stick to the plan. Well, and I can just tell you, Tony, with the flying with the three engines, we would practice that a lot, simulating you'd pull the engine back, but the prop was still out there feathering. And so it kind of acted like a windbreak and caused a lot of adverse yaw. And I can tell you, I was very pleasantly surprised the first time I had to actually shut an engine down is it was much easier because we actually feathered the prop. So the prop was not spinning. It was locked. It wasn't causing drag. So actually landing the, the actual engine out was much easier than with the simulation. Oh, wow. Okay. That's interesting. Huh. That is a, that is an interesting fact. So uh, yeah, I would just having an engine out, I would be done right there. Uh, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're dead. <laughs> an like, engine's out. 
Well, and that's just, that's what I bring to my financial practice too. And is you don't wait until the emergency is happening to go, huh, I wonder how we should handle this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the manager of a baseball team, you know, in the, in the fifth inning or sixth inning or seventh inning, and he's got, you know, all of a sudden the other team gets five home runs in a row. He's not going to let that get to that point without uh, he, his pitcher, his different pitcher is ready. Obviously the old one is spent and he knows that before they get to that point, hopefully, and has a plan in place to deal with it. So you don't have to deal with all those mistakes and losses, right? That's ideal, Tony. And that's the thing I've, we were talking about the other day. I was doing a podcast interview with another guy and I was like, why would you put an amateur in charge of your money? And the amateur being you who deal has only ever had one right. client, you right. yeah. versus working with someone who works with six to 10 people a day. Yes. Every day. You're doing this every day. It's like retirement planning. Uh, how often am I going to retire once? How often do Tara and Chris retire every day? They go through the retirement process with people. I mean, you're retiring and knowing about mistakes that can be made every day and the changes that are made to retirement vehicles, tax laws, social security, uh, every, uh, every aspect of it. And uh, me, uh, I read an article once a year ago. <laughs> you know, or my buddy at the water cooler said something about it. You know, that's not, yeah, that's not a plan. I'll tell you that. I mean, the money you need to live on every month for the rest of your life to pay bills, food, shelter, clothing, transportation, those types of things you want covered. You want to make sure that money definitely will be there and then have some for growth as well. And there are many ways to do that. It's not all doom and gloom. There are definite plans that can achieve that for you. Uh, no are. matter where you're at, you can figure it out with the help of a financial services professional. I know I'm, I don't want to sound like, uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm beating an old sack, uh, you know, <laughs> keep flying up dust, you know, uh, but, uh, that is the way it is. And so I just encourage our listeners to give you a call. In fact, before we go, let our listeners know about how they can get your book, how they can call and set up a meeting with you and Chris to get a plan in place. Sure, Tony. So I would love for anyone listening to definitely go out and get a copy of my book, Money Moves. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. You can visit my website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com slash money dash moves. The book is a great place to start if you are a rookie or even if you're a little more experienced to make sure that you're really tying what your goals are to how you're preparing for retirement. Because I think a lot of people don't connect those two dots. They're just on that treadmill trying to save as much money as they can for retirement without really even knowing what their goals are. So again, just go to amazon.com, Barnes and Nobles, or my website, www.nolanfinancialpartners.com. And you can also give Chris and I a call. If you give Chris and I a call and schedule your in-person meeting, your discovery call, we will give you a copy of the book because I think it's that important. And that number is 719-210-4242. That's 719-210-4242. Because setting you up for success with your financial plan, that's what it's all about. It is. Well, Tara, great show today. I loved it. I think we only got through four or five innings, but we covered a lot in today's show about stocks and the market and how to come up with a plan, avoiding mistakes when it comes to investing, especially with stocks. Uh, great show. Listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. 
Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.